welcome back to the Press for Champagne podcast. Hey, everybody. Hello. This is my I'm on vacation voice. Tell me, give me your sex operator voice. Oh, I've never done that before. Do it now. <clears throat> you guys, you can't, you can't just I'm put me on the spot. Pow, pow, pow. <clears throat> Do it. Hey, this is Shaniqua. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not right. Hey, this is Sparkle. I had a roommate when I was deployed. Her name was Sparkle. Shut the hell up. I'm not kidding you. Like legal first name. Sparkle. S-P-A-R-K-O-L-E. Sparkle. Oh, shit. We got fancy. She was from like Trinidad or something. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I loved her. Me and Sparkle. Where is she at? Let's get her on here. I haven't haven't talked to her. We were roommates when we were in Qatar and I haven't talked to her since. Honestly, I feel like she'd be easy to find on Facebook. (laughs) I mean, I remember her last name too. Honestly, I I loved her. She used to tattoo on her eyebrows, which I thought was fucking wild. And then here we are in 2020. We're getting microblading. (laughs) Sparkle, you were onto something, girl. Sparkle. Okay. I miss you. Okay. God, she was honestly the best. Let's get her on here. See where she's at. Yeah, find her. I'll, I'll Facebook her. Just shout out, Sparkle, if you're listening. Hey, Sparkle. Long time no see. Honestly, she was the best. Best roommate. So, so late. You know what? Roommates kind of suck. We should talk about this on an episode. And I will say this. Okay, so when I was deployed, it was in Qatar, and we lived in like a big, for us Nebraskans, a big Sentinel building. So just like a big 10 building. But in That's what I imagine the barracks were. Yeah, but but this, this, this building was fucking huge because there was like, Three or four rows of Connex boxes. And if you don't know what a Connex box is, it's like when you see um, a ship coming in okay. to port and all those metal boxes. Yeah, like the shipping containers. Yeah, that's okay. a Connex box. Oh. Okay. And that's what we lived in. Like how many of you in one? Two. Two per. So they were stacked double, like stacked high. You know people like make houses out I know. of these now. Well, it's so weird. They get this from the military. So they they shove in two fucking twin beds in a, this, in a, in a wardrobe. So you guys can, sh- you know, shove your clothes someplace. And that's it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's glam. It was honestly just... You know, if anybody wondered how Danny got so chic. <laughs> honestly. That did it. I It blows my mind. Like, I have so she many... Was, she was really living that sex in the city life. Honestly. I mean, like, <laughs> the fucking camo. I, I've honestly avoided camouflage since the Marine Corps. Now I finally, this year I broke down and I did buy like a camouflage hoodie. I bought like a little camo um, scarf actually. Yeah. Well, I've avoided it for 10 fucking years because I wore camo every single day for four years. And I'm just like, people, I'm like, why do people want to wear camo? That's fucking weird. It's like, a, I feel it's like a it's, a, it's a neutral. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever. But I have so many stories from being in the military that are just fucking wild that I never really talk about like in my now life because it's just like I, they're honestly so insane that like sometimes if you weren't if you were not living in the military or like not a military member like or a veteran like I just don't think that people would believe me well I think people are interested because one of my best friend Nicole best friends Nicole um when we, when we first started this podcast wow just can't talk just got well, mush mouth I will Jay. let you guys know that we're double recording today. we're like in a we're a pitcher in <laughs> so we're gonna, we've had a couple cocktails <laughs> So your best friend um, Nicole. Yes. Anyways, she she lives out by Napa now. So she's so she's so fancy girl. Chic. Um. But anyway, she 
one of the first things she said, she's like, I just love Danny's background and I like want to hear more about her being in the Marines as a woman. So she's like super into it. And I feel like other people are too. Oh, I have two really, really good friends that from the Marine Corps that we could get them on this podcast. I think we should because she she was like very curious about it and just like interested about your experience. Oh, I'll definitely get some. I mean, I have so many friends from the Marine Corps that I think would do this podcast. Yeah, I'm into Um, it. I'm actually, so like I said before, Brandy and I are pre-recording this intro because we've already pre-recorded the episode because we were both going on trips next week. Hopefully. I mean, hopefully we are COVID-free. I've got so many COVID tests. Yeah. So I will be in Atlanta next week for a wedding. Do you have to do a COVID test? No. Really? I don't think so. (laughs) No one's told us we need to. Did you check for Georgia? Um, no. But okay, you might want to do that. Well, just it out so there. we're going for a wedding, and Michael's <laughs> aunt is just really Johnny on the spot. So I feel like she would have told us. I'm sure she. Yeah, yeah, you have a lot of family going down. I feel like somebody would have checked. Somebody would have mentioned that. Yeah. But it's um, weird that they wouldn't make you like. I mean, I I just assumed. I yeah. So we'll obviously test. do the masks and really just yeah get in there. there. So um, I'll be in Atlanta for a wedding, but I'll also be in Atlanta seeing my old roommate from the Marine Corps who was also in the Marine Corps with me. So I'll yes, ask her please if she's interested. Do yeah. Oh, I'd love that. Um, um, yeah. Any big plans for Atlanta? I know you're going to fill us in next week. Yeah. When so you get back. I, Brandy, I'll be in Atlanta. Brandy will also be out of town. Um, I'm just going for a wedding and, and I've mentioned this on last week's episode. It's harvest time. So my husband's like really got ants in his pants about leaving and, yeah. and I understand, but whatever. So we're leaving Friday afternoon. Friday the da, 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 da. Uh, second. Yes. Okay. We're leaving Friday the second in the afternoon and we're coming back on the very first flight Sunday morning. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... Oh, it's quick. Yeah, so we don't even get to Atlanta until, like, 8 p.m. on Friday, and then we will be back in Nebraska by noon on Sunday. Are you guys staying anywhere fun? I don't honestly know where we're staying. We're staying where everybody else is staying, um, in a suburb around Atlanta. Okay. Um, And that's it. So our plan is Friday night, we'll get in, get off the plane. Hopefully, no delays, like, knock on wood. God, if there's a fucking delay... I can't... I'm... Like, you just said that, and I was like, God damn it, there better not be a delay. But could you imagine... What are... What's being delayed now? Nobody's flying. There should be no delay. Weather but, is the only thing. Weather, weather okay. is like really not that but unpredictable. But it's Yeah, it's, we don't have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So as long as there's no delays, everything's good to go. Um, We will head to the, they're, they're doing like a little family gathering that night. So we'll be late, but we'll join in on that. Oh yeah. You guys are going to get there super late. Yeah. So it'll be like nine, but I mean, like God, you know, we're on vacation. Yeah, um, I mean, you're ready to party. Oh, yeah. So What time that, does your flight leave Friday? We leave at, like, 1. Oh, shit. Yeah, but we have a lo- a longer layover in Dallas. We weren't supposed to leave until our, our flight got changed. We were okay. supposed to leave a little bit later in the afternoon, but now we leave at, like, 1. We have a layover in Dallas, um, which I'll be boozing it up. Hey, hey. <laughs> and then we will get to Atlanta. It's, it's a little bit of a jaunt from the airport to where we're going. Um, we're taking a, uh, did you rent a car? No, we're taking an Uber just because like, so that Saturday, so we're going, it's, um, with Michael's mom and his, one of his sisters. Um, so we're all on the same flight, but Saturday morning, Michael and I are going to my friend's house. That's when you're doing brunch. And so we're having coffee with her and her family because I've met her husband. I introduced her and her husband. Hey. (laughs) Um, but I, she has two kids now and I've never met them. I mean, obviously, I've How seen... How old are they? Oh, God. I don't know. Like, under five? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, I was in Atlanta last year, and I'd just seen Katie, um, but I haven't seen... I mean, her husband, I have not oh, seen him since... so exciting. We were in San Diego together. Her husband's... Uh, so, Katie and I are Marines. 
um, her husband was in the Coast Guard. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. What do they do now? So he does something with tools. Okay. Um, so he's like a sales rep for tools. He's like a regional manager. Nice. Um, and she is, I believe, a CPA. She does something in, no shit. in, in tax and like oh, accounting. that's so cool. And I don't know if she's a CPA or just like something with accounting at this business, but she loves her job. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so they have a, they just built a beautiful house in Atlanta. And so we're going to go and have coffee with them. But then we have to get back because the wedding's at 2. Two o'clock. Oh yeah, you gonna be pushing it. Oh, and I didn't talk about this. On did last you find an outfit? I did. Okay, okay. Guys, tell like, me. Like knock on fucking wood. Hang on, hang on. It's supposed to be here tomorrow. This Where'd dress I ordered Lulu's. Oh okay. And I just pray to dear Lord, baby Jesus, this thing fits because I I ordered it. and I was like, this is good. Michael liked it. Hey. <laughs> no. Um, but it's lacier than I like to have. What color? It's like a burgundy maroon. Ooh, I am excited yeah. for this. So no sleeves, which you guys know I like a sleeve, but I know, no but sleeves. Like, that sounds but very like a kind stylish. of like a deep V, midi length, but it's got like a couple tiers. I am into this. Yeah, well, huh? we'll see if it fits because no backup yet. So okay, if, okay. Yeah, Brandy's gonna leave me, so I can't. Like... Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I had six rent the runway spots this time because yeah. I got two bonus this month and. I did order six different pieces, and every single one of them fit. Oh, hey. Well, we can't wait to see. Well, well let's talk about your vacation, because we can't wait to see your hey. vacation looks. Yeah, so um, I am flying out, what is today? Today's Wednesday, the 23rd. Third. So I fly out the 25th, um, pending COVID results, to make sure I'm clean, clean, mm-hmm. good. Um, fly out. We fly into Boston, so we'll do Boston. We're gonna go see Harvard. Um, so okay, get lunch. My sister took my niece to Georgetown when we were in Washington D.C. Yeah. a couple years ago because you know Maddie's interested in like these colleges or whatever. So, Absolutely. So what exactly are you two doing? Um, we're gonna walk around <laughs> pretend like we fit in. No, no, you guys are too old. Yeah, Sorry, no, we're gonna. We're, we don't like care. Like, you pretend like you have kids interested in going? Yeah, we're going to be like, we have some children that are looking at going here. I'm looking for a damn husband while I'm there. That's what I'm doing. Okay? Um, so, anyway, just w- walk around because your campus is beautiful and it's going to be fall, so I'm super excited. Oh, could you imagine? Please take tons of pictures. Yeah, we will. Um, so, if you want to if you guys want to get in on that, you need to follow me. How much do you think a Harvard sweatshirt is? Like $100? Also getting one of those. Yeah, could you give me one? Yeah, I will. I'll Venmo I you. literally will if you want one. I so, honestly do and I yeah. honestly Venmo you yeah. because um, I really do want one. And there's also, like, this is my big thing with kids and I know it's super weird, but I just want kids to truly believe they're capable of doing whatever. So, I have, like, six kids right now who think they're going to fucking harvard <laughs> so i'm just gonna get them all t-shirts because i want them to know it's possible okay i know when brandy does not have six children they're <laughs> not my kids they're other people's kids but i just want them to know like literally anything is possible anything you is just possible. have to believe in yourself and like work hard yeah. and you know what i couldn't do it but maybe they, <laughs> maybe they can so. you probably could have done it but really well i didn't try so hard so. we can't even pronounce words on this podcast so mm-hmm. I think I like to party too much. I don't think they're really into that. No, but the next generation. Yeah. So anyways, um, so I just want to get like, you know, we're going to get some gear. We're going to get a coffee, walk around Harvard, get lunch in Boston. There's a couple of places. There's like a really famous street and I can't think of what it's called, but it's super cute in the fall. We're going to go there. Are you going to go to the Cheers bar? Um, I think it closed down. What? 
Oh, you you didn't know this? No. Yeah, they I because of COVID they closed down. They permanently? Like done so. What? Yeah. Um, I don't know when the last day was. I should actually check this out because if they haven't closed yet, we should go because, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I read an article and I was like, shit. So my sister went to Boston a few years ago, and she went to the Cheers Bar. Oh, did she love it? I don't know. Okay. Well, I'll text her and ask her. Yeah. Um, And so then I'm just going to give you my whole itinerary. So we're going to Boston, so we'll stay there a night, and then we go to Cape Cod, and we will be there. I mean, we're going to all parts of Cape Cod, so we'll go to Provincetown Sunday, Nantucket on Monday, Martha's Vineyard on Tuesday, and then on Wednesday, we're going up to Woodstock, Vermont. Um, so we're going to see all the fall trees. And Which the is not Woodstock, New York, where it is Woodstock is. Two different. Was. Yeah. Two different places. I Which also is... got this confused as we were making <laughs> reservations. So, oh, sure. <laughs> a little bit different places. Very she's close. Like, she's booking her hotel, like, where can we see the music festival? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, love and peace, everybody. Oh, and they're different. like, this isn't New I'm York. I'm like, okay, I'll bring my flannel. Wow. Um, <laughs> Tough crowd. So, uh, we're doing Woodstock on Wednesday, Thursday. Um, ben and Jerry's, their headquarters is very near. What? Where we're uh, yeah. So what, you can just pop in there? Is it like a brewery tour? Like when you go to the Budweiser factory? I sure as fuck hope so. That's so, wild. Yeah, going to go there. Um, we have like great dinner reservations everywhere we're going. And then um, Friday. And, yeah, sorry. But they're really good. <laughs> I'm super excited. Lots of uh, places Real Housewives have been. So oh, super excited. Um, and then we're going to go to Newport, Rhode Island on Friday and Saturday. And then we fly back home on Sunday. So we'll both be flying home the same day. Yes. But I'll be flying into a different airport. We're, I'm going to Grand, Grand Island. Island. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, but this weekend coming up, so the 26th, I will actually be in South Dakota. Oh, you're going. Yeah, I'm going to Sioux Falls to see my friend Trista. Oh, nice. Hang what are you guys doing this weekend? Um, just, we just honestly wanted it to get the, get away. Yeah. And Sioux Falls is not very far from where we live. Um, my friend Trista lives in South Dakota. We have not seen her, honestly. Are you guys going to go to that strip club? You guys are, aren't you? Yeah, we're going to go to, what was it, like, Balls and Wasn't it, like, Shakers or something? I don't know what it was called. We're definitely going there. Balls and holes. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, you know, we're just going to go and hang out. It's uh, me and... Uh, my friend Aubrey, my friend Tris- oh my Teresa, God, and my friend Trista. I'm so jealous. Little girl's trip. You're going to fucking New England. I know, but a girl's trip. We're going to Sioux Falls. <laughs> Thanks for the invite. You were going to be in New England. Honestly, doesn't that piss you off? People are like, I wanted to invite you. You're like, oh, I'm going to be gone that weekend. Yeah, God, you. I was an afterthought, wasn't I? Honestly, we picked this specifically because we because you were be like, gone. well, that bitch is going to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, so we'll be, I'll be in Sioux Falls this weekend and then Atlanta next weekend. Don't worry, guys. I'll wear a mask the whole time. So. Yeah, seriously. I literally went and bought more masks. I have like 20 masks. And now. honestly, I was thinking about this for when we both come back. Like, do we need to quarantine for two weeks from each other? Like, I haven't read that yet, but like, I'm going to, I'm going to. She's court- making a face over there, you guys. You know what? I have court 930 Monday morning, so I'm just going to figure it Ooh, out Oh, that's savage. You know You're going on like a week long vacation and going back to work first thing Monday. I got it. I'm in. I'm in the zone. I, told, I, I know what I'm doing that morning. I you guys, got it. I told Brandy <laughs> I'm going to Atlanta. Okay, we do not. We do not get into Atlanta till 9 p.m. or 8 p.m. or something. But it's like super, stupid fucking late. All day Saturday I'm busy. I'm gonna have first thing Saturday morning. I'm going to my girlfriend's house to have coffee. Then we're going to get ready for the wedding. Then we're going to the wedding and having wedding all day long. Then we're leaving first thing Sunday morning. Very first flight. When out do of you Atlanta. get back? 
noon on Sunday. This gives me so much anxiety. I'm not bringing my laptop. That's like the, I have to have that. Honestly, I am I am a laptop bringer. Everywhere I go, every vacation I go, I you bring my laptop. You can't like view shit the same. Honestly, I'm just like, what the? I've been on it right I, now. I'm like. <laughs> Sometimes Brady will be answering emails while we're podcasting. Um, I will say this. I am not an attorney. I know that's so wild for you guys to think. You'd my, be great. You'd kill it. Honestly, I wanted to be an attorney. I seriously feel like you'd be great. I mean, like, I just, I feel like my anxiety is, like, at a fucking next level. I'd probably cry. Not great for, not good. <laughs> I would be, I'd be that closet alcoholic attorney that, I, like, I'd be, like, having, like, my vodka drinks before I go into court. You mean, like, me. Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> totally joking. So, anyway, I'm not bringing my laptop on vacation because, honestly, I just, I, I don't, my job's not that important. Like, if you don't get your fucking no, used like, clothes by Sunday, like, sorry. No, but, like, I still feel like you very much prioritize your work. Like, I do. You do still get anxiety from Oh, it. my God. Like, I, ju- just as much as I would. Like, yeah, and I'm just, I, I can do a lot on my phone. I think what my thing is. Like, I do a lot, like, my sister's social media or, like, even social media in general or even, like, my selling reselling business. I can do it from my phone if I need to. I have thought about, like, buying a new ipad just to like help like oh my god you bitch you know what i did to the other day what'd you do i wasted like a fucking hour of my day researching new laptops because <laughs> this bitch keeps shaming me in my five-year-old macbook but now you want fun i know i was like oh what can i get in the trading value on this bitch and they're like ma'am that started on fire once we're not giving you <laughs> you're like no you're like that's about 10 years past the trading like, value date one year only so anyway looking into it I'm out. proud of you. Thanks. I'll let you know. Yeah, you know I'm going to pull the trigger. Yeah. I mean, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so that's why we we pre-recorded yes, this podcast. Um, so because we're both coming back from vacation or I'm, Brady's coming back from vacation. I'm coming back from like a two night Still a vacay. Camp. Still a vacay. Yeah. I don't see. It's going to be fun. We're super I'm excited. I'm so excited to see pictures. Michael's family is a lot of fun when like, um, especially his family from Minnesota. Honestly, most of his family is a lot of fun. But um, Just some of them, but not all <laughs> I won't name names. <laughs> But we're all very excited to get away, so. Yeah, that's great. I think we're all kind of at a point, and, like, we were just talking on last week's episode, you know, my mom and dad were both quarantined. Mm -hmm. They actually had a trip planned to Mexico, and they ended up canceling it before they got COVID. But um, I think everybody's, like, itching to get back to normal, and maybe this is reckless that I'm going on this trip, but I'm also, like, doing all of the things by testing and taking all of the precautions. But. It's been a while since I've been on an airplane and been the fuck out of here. And I, I, I'm like, I need it for my mental health, to be you totally know, honest. Michael and I normally take like four or five trips a year yeah. on an airplane. And we've done none. We went to Vegas in January. And in all fairness, we had planned, not planned to travel this year. Because we wanted to save up some money. Like, we had, like, a couple You had other- talked about, like, Paris. Yeah, we there. wanted to go to Paris for our anniversary in March, but we went to Kansas City instead. <laughs> Same. The Seems. Paris of the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, if you haven't been, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, I hadn't planned on going in place this year. We knew that his cousin was getting married in Atlanta. And this, I mean, this has been the date that had been set for as long as we, they've been engaged. Right. So everything's still been on track. Um, and well, obviously, like you said, take all the precautions, but we hadn't planned on going to place this year and then COVID hit and I thought that was just like God's sign that says like, you guys really are not going to place this year. Right. Right. I know. It's just, 
What a fucking year. I know. Tell me about it. So anyway, it's almost, I mean, by this time it's October and fucking New Year's will be here before you know it. Yeah. So hey. Tune in this week. We obviously have a drink of the week that we'll tell you about and we'll dive into this week. Oh my God. Do you remember the drink of the week? Yeah, this week, this week got weird, guys. You guys, it did get weird. I just, when she said that, it just brought like a flashback. That was weird. Um, So if any of you want to have like an absinthe night um, and cry, (laughs) we can do that because. If you guys ever want to lose a little bit of your life and just like i almost feel like it's like one of those things you drink and have a big bonfire and dance around naked like a bunch Honestly, of witches. i've never <laughs> taken ecstasy but i feel like absinthe is like the yeah. liquid form <laughs> i did definitely have a gatorade after recording and had to like pull my shit together honestly i wasn't hung over the next day after that drink but i definitely felt like i lost eight thousand brain cells yeah was like, like i was just way dumb i was just like i know what happened but also what happened yeah it was wild I cannot wait for you guys to hear the drink, like, the progression of the episode, because it gets weird. It gets weird. Sorry in advance, but we will chat with you all next week. Yeah, we'll let you know. I'll know how our trips went, and hopefully nobody comes back with COVID, and, you know, that's that. Yep. All right, guys. I hope you enjoy the episode. Brittany, what are we drinking this week? So let me tell you what we're drinking this week. This drink is inspired by a very famous man. And the name comes from him, but I feel like it's fitting this week because it's called Death in the Afternoon because we could kill these motherfuckers Because this week we're talking about (laughs) men. And I could suffocate a couple of them, you Uh, know? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So this is actually Ernest Hemingway's very favorite drink, and I'm terrified to drink this. It is um, one and a half ounce of absinthe. And you put that in a flute and then top it with well-chilled champagne or Prosecco. We use Prosecco. And, um, yeah, I'm just worried. I've never I've never drank absinthe before. I have, but let's give this a it's, shot. It's a very strong smell. Like, yeah, it is. Hang on, I wanna, it was, like, iridescent, too. It, honestly, the color's very pretty, but I'm worried I'm going to hallucinate some weird shit after this. Uh. What is it, absinthe? I don't know, but it was illegal for the longest time. It was. It smells like black licorice. Thank so. you. It, it, it does. Yeah. All right. Oh give God. it a Cheers. shot. Holy shit. It's honestly like drinking black licorice. Wow. With that like was... a little bit of like a, like a something. At That'll the end. clear your sinuses. Honestly, I'm not shitting you. It's like you're drinking black licorice. Like I don't hate it and i don't Ooh, like i'm not like a huge black my mom Ooh, i hate black licorice my mom this my isn't... family loves black licorice <laughs> your mom's gonna be like, let me get some of that absinthe yeah she's like <laughs> move over lemon drop martini this is the new drink for tea dog honestly it's even though i don't like black licorice it's not bad i think it's the prosecco that makes it better like i don't i would never just like um, sip on some absinthe i do wonder if it'd be like a little bit sweeter if you use champagne because prosecco is obviously going to be a little bit drier yeah and Ooh. so it's not quite as sweet but Ooh, the second drink's a little tougher than the first it does make me want to like put some of those uh what are they called those little nibs or what are they the little black yeah, licorice like, uh, oh yeah like nibs but I'm are they the nibs ones. and the yeah, yeah i kind of want to put those in there or drink it out of a black licorice straw. honestly i want like a lemon or something like squeeze some fucking like i th- it's got flavor. potential but i'm i am like we did all Full disclosure, we're double recording tonight because I'm going to be frolicking on, you know, East Coast. Hey. Sorry, not Without sorry. me. 
but like I'm just pre-planning for a Hamptons trip. Yeah, so we're double recording this week because she's going to be gone during a Wednesday, which we always record on Wednesdays. Yeah. So we've already had a cocktail. Now we're having another cocktail, and this is potent. And it's absinthe. Yes. And, so you guys, yeah. it's good. Um, I guess if you like absinthe, if you like absinthe, I think this is good. If you like a really like, um strong drink this is also good i will never forget this michael and i whenever we go down to omaha we always stay at the hotel deco because we love the bar there we just love the atmosphere right? yeah it's very cool yeah so one time Although we went the last there, time i stayed there they really effed up my hotel room yeah honestly i'm not gonna lie their hotel rooms are not like they're getting worn they like they need to do an upgrade you know what shout out to the cottonwood we're really looking forward to you guys coming in hot we yes. can't wait to stay there we're there gonna another- hopefully plan a sh- photo shoot there so Yes, Hello. and there's another hotel that either just opened or was opening this fall called like Peregrine or something. That's also in Omaha. I was. Where's this at? Um, I don't know. I'll send you the art. I was just reading an yeah, article about me. like all of the Midwest hotels that just opened this year or are opening this year, and Cottonwood was on there, and so was this like Peregrine something hotel. Um, and it's oh, it's in the Woodman. It's by, either by the Woodman building or it's in the Woodman building. Yeah. I'm going to check this out. Yeah, so I will uh, send you the article that Fun I wrote. Fun fact, we love a boutique hotel here yes, at Press for Champagne. Do. Or we love a nice Marriott downtown. So we have been, okay, let's, we've, we've hinted around at this for a while. So let's just like tell the story real quick. Mm-hmm. When we first started the idea of our podcast, this was before COVID, and we were going to do this like right from the beginning. We were not messing around. We bought these mics that are like bitching. We were, ha- we're doing this the right way. And, um... We wanted to have our, like, professional photos taken for our podcast. Like, we could have cover art for, like, the little, like, square that you guys see when you listen to our podcast. We wanted to have things to, like, advertise. We wanted to do all these things. And so we had um, set up a photographer, paid her a deposit. Yeah. And had, like, scheduled this. And our, I think our I think the day that we were supposed to have all this stuff was, like, March 24th. It well, was it was literally – because I was there the week prior. Yeah. And then we came back that Sunday, and shit was shutting down on Monday. Yeah. So, I mean, like, shit at the fan with COVID. So we have yet to have our professional pictures taken because we have a very specific idea in our head of what we want. We have a vibe. Yes, we have a vibe. And so we – we're also trying to find these locations. So we had put a deposit down on a location to take these photos. Obviously, we got our deposit back. The photographer took a lot to get our deposit back. Uh, yeah, I thought we were going to have to maybe file a lawsuit <laughs> I was there like, for a minute. I was like, you know that one of the co-hosts of this podcast is an attorney? Like, <laughs> I, I was I was, pull, I was putting on them gloves, girl. I was like, what it's like, you're not this? keeping that deposit, bro. So anyway, we have yet to do a photo shoot for the podcast because of covid but now it's because we're waiting for the we're waiting for the cottonwood to open open. (laughs) because it's our vibe it is it is go check it out it is it's like if danny and i could move somewhere we would live there you know how like you watch like gossip girl there's like these these shows and i was like oh we live in the penthouse and i was like that this would be us like yeah we'd move in we'd move into their penthouse um our new press for champagne headquarters gonna be there it's like this vintage cool trendy vibe with a pool so amazing. Oh, speaking of that hotel, the Peregrine, I, can't, I keep saying, I'm just going to call it the Peregrine because I don't remember yeah, what it's called. Yeah, I'm into it. has I'm a rooftop it. bar. Oh, shit. Omaha, you guys, don't, don't they don't have rooftop bars. No, they so, don't. So anyway, but we're talking about the Cottonwood. That's our vibe. We're trying to stay, you know, get, but 
They were also supposed to open in August. It's September, and they're still mid-construction. There, so. it's, gonna be, it's definitely going to be, like, a January opening. And yeah. they are taking reservations for 2021, but, like, we want, we thought it was going to be, like, an August opening. Yeah. We bought some beach towels that, like, went with our vibe. It's they're cool. I still haven't used it because I don't want to, like, ruin it. Yeah. I don't want to wash it. I know. It's still brand new, just sitting ready to go. I almost ordered a swimsuit, like, all of it. We had a vibe. We had a vibe. Now we're going to have a winter vibe. Yeah. Now it's going to be a cool winter vibe. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's, I have no idea how we got on that topic, but some, back to the dream. We like a boutique hotel. Yeah, and you do. and Michael like Hotel, hotel. Deco. I really oh, took Oh, that us. was, okay, that was my story. My story is Michael and I went to the Hotel Deco one time and I asked the bartender, I always like to try a new cocktail. And Michael always gets so annoyed with me because he's like, why? Just drink what you drink what you know, you well, know? But it's fun to try new. And so the guy's like, do you like smoky things? And I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> and like I'm thinking like, what? I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking, to be honest. Did you do a smoker's hack? <laughs> <laughs> he brought me this drink. I'm not shitting you. You know how like there's like this thing called liquid so- uh, liquid smoke? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I've eaten at some places that had a little too much in the meats well they it pretty much just poured liquid smoke in a fucking glass and he's like here you go i was so potent and i did not know how because like when you go okay you guys here's a like a a fact about me is like i like to pretend i'm bougie as fuck whenever i go out places like people that know me know like like, does like she's rough around the edges she has like no fucking class and like she's probably gonna drop an f-bomb like in the middle of like a five-star restaurant but But this bitch is rolling up into the bar (laughs) and ordering some yeah i'm gonna be like can i get a dry martini three olives shaken not stirred but i'm really i'm like i really just can i just have like a summer shandy (laughs) she's like can i have a mike's hard lemonade <laughs> but so I'm just like I was like yeah I'll take your smoky drink and the guys watch and you know of course there's like hipsters bartending and so he's like watching me drink and I was like it's good <laughs> and even Michael so then I couldn't drink it so you guys were Michael so was like this is painful and then watch. Michael's like Michael can't just like leave it was expensive too because Michael's like we can't just like leave it there and Michael so Michael has to drink it now and he's like so annoyed with me but you guys it was not good if when someone asks you if you like something smoky tell them no no, no. I have I have had a couple of cocktails that have had like a smoky flavor um i've also learned back to our communication episode uh don't be afraid to tell somebody like i'm so sorry i just don't yeah i mean I in like hindsight this. i could have but he probably would have still i probably would have still charged me I, for it. I bet like here's the thing really nice places when they're like let me make you something like i, yeah. I know what you like let me make you something they'll be like no no big deal like yeah. it doesn't really cost them anymore and you're probably more likely to have a second drink you know, this is why I just order always order a glass of dry red wine wherever I go because it just never lets me down. I know, but, you know. Sometimes I do want to try something new. Oh, my God. I've been on a dry red wine kick since it got a little bit cooler. It yeah. just – I just want to – Oh, I want yeah. a, I want a fire in Vermont. Oh, yeah. With some red I, wine. That sounds so nice. Doesn't it? Um, God, I was just going to tell you something. I don't remember what it was. Sorry. It's like just – Wow, you know what this uh, it's, it's absent, absent. I'm, already, I'm like there are fairies flying around in here. I know, like I had three sips. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> so this is gonna be fun. Um, so I do, buckle up, everybody. I do want to say one other thing about Ernest Hem- Hemingway is when Michael and I went to Italy, we went to Harry's Bar. Uh, we were. This was in Venice. We went to Harry's Bar because everybody says you have to go there. You have to get a Bellini. This is Hemingway's piece. favorite bar. Blah 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 blah. You guys. It's fine. You can go and check it out. It's, you're going to pay 25 years for a fucking Bellini that's like literally going to take you two sips to drink and then you're going to have to leave because the waiters in there were so rude and they're like, Americans are stupid and we're going to try and get all the money from them. <laughs> anyway, that's my other Ernest Hemingway fun fact. 
things. Aaron, do your squats. We're going to put up a great Ernest Hemingway quote for this week. So just You know, we should. We really should. Thanks, Ernest. Yeah. Thanks, Ernie. Okay, so let's get into the topic this week, um, which this, is men. Yes, this is men. This is the things they do or freaking don't do that just drive us crazy. Mm-hmm. Tell Sorry, me. Sorry, I had to take a absinthe. A drink was of absinthe. That was a gulp I heard over there. <laughs> it was. You guys, it's just like, this I is can't aggressive. stop drinking it. Like, I just don't, it's like, I almost need a straw. Yo, if you knew how much work we went into these drinks, some we put not not that we went in, we might have went into these drinks. I don't know if it's because we're like on two different cocktails or it's just the absinthe. We went into the drink. <laughs> Brandy is now hallucinating. <laughs> oh I have to re-record. Oh no, this is going live. No Anyways, editing. how much work goes into these drinks? Like, you don't want to wait. Like, it's a we pureed pear today. For yeah, for last week's episode, we you're, we pureed pears. And there's, I'm never gonna be able to speak during this episode. That this absinthe is it's potent. What the hell is this? I don't know. But you know, we no wonder a, his we, shit got weird. <laughs> his writing is a little wild. Yeah, this explains a lot. It does. You know, but we, what I was saying was we Remind do put, me not to respond to any emails. <laughs> yeah, you gotta put the phone put the phone down. Okay, so like Brady said, we do put a lot of effort into the drinks that we do. Brady has a full-on liquor cabinet here, you guys. We have like, the amount of like weird liquors that we have for some of the drinks that we have to come up with is wild. I don't know what we're ever gonna do with the rest of the bottle of absinthe. I don't know either. Like, the thing, the fun fact about me is like I was such just a wine and Prosecco or champagne drinker before this that I did not ever have hard alcohol like I never had vodka I never had whiskey like I did not have that in the cabinet yeah. and as we started making these drinks obviously the ingredients increased so I just started like buying stuff here and there but like we have lots I mean I, I talked about ordering booze from California from a liquor store to find like very specialty yeah. like rhubarb uh rhubarb alcohol which i forgot to make that recipe so oh well next so part. yeah we have some we have some <laughs> special rhubarb bit like we have some bitters we have all these hard alcohols to make all of these crazy drinks that we keep finding and there's a lot yeah and you guys we're gonna have to think of like this absinthe might be in her fucking liquor Ooh. cabinet till the day we die <laughs> like i'm not feeling good yes. <laughs> Okay, anyway, let's get into this. The first thing about men, okay, we would, over the years that we've known each other, we've always- Can't live with them, can't live without <laughs> We've told each other all these stories about things that have happened to us. Oh my God. And there was one, um, this, this is like something that's happened to you on multiple occasions. It's like when you're with a guy, like maybe you're like making out or maybe you're whatever, watching a movie and he takes his arm, he puts his arm around your shoulders or whatever. And then it, like, no, he, it, like, start, it like starts around your shoulders and then it starts to like move up to like the up back your of neck. your neck. And it just, it, it's like a little and hook then, on but the back of your a, neck. He like gets like the crown of your head and then like starts like pushing it down towards his crotch. And you're like, sir, I know where a penis is located. <laughs> but I want to know, who taught you that move? Who who thought that was a gentleman-like move? <laughs> like, and I was just like, what do you think's going to happen? And you're like, oh, I wanted to put my head in your in your crotch, but I didn't think that you wanted me to, so I'm glad that you I'm guided you, the I'm, way. Yeah, I'm glad you shoved <laughs> my head down there. Like, why? Men, why do you do that? Why do you put, why do you put your don't hand on the back of a woman's head and like force it down there unless like honestly nowadays that could be considered like 
like it's me aggressive. too you know like it's that's aggressive uh <laughs> remember communication is key so if you want something ask for it men don't and, be shoving my head and as brandy has so nicely written in our notes here they don't call it a bloat job for a re- like for no reason yeah thank you samantha from sex in the city they do not call it a job for just yeah. no reason and this also brings me to a fun story that i'd like to share with you all today which oh, is God. about the oh, jesus the i one just time... read the notes <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> about the one time that i cried while giving a blowjob while you were doing <laughs> yes. it oh, my God. hold on i have to take, take another drink before i get into the story hang on she's actually taking a shot of absinthe right now <laughs> oh my god I, you cried okay you like guys. sobbed sobbed on the dick <laughs> Okay, not more of like tears running down my face, not like oh my god, blowjob. Were you gagging or? <laughs> okay, you guys, here's a fun fact. Sorry, here's a fun fact. Sorry, mom. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just not my favorite thing to do. It's not that I'm opposed to doing it. It's just like it's not like I'm like, oh, it's Saturday night, I can't wait to give a blowy. <laughs> but I used to have, date this one guy, and I've talked about him on the podcast before. He was when it, this was when I was in the Marine Corps, <clears throat> and he really loved himself and loved to look at himself and he loved to stand up while I sat on the bed so he could get a blowjob and he would just like I don't know if he's like looking at himself in the mirror while this was happening oh, that's weird oh it was so aggressive that feels like a very yeah I was just gonna say that feels like a very dominant position like he got off literally yeah on the fact that he was like above you that's weird yeah it was weird that's weird I mean um so anyway I don't remember I just remember like thinking like I don't want to be doing this right now but I was so young women I don't care how old you are if you don't want to give a blowjob don't give a blowjob okay but like I was so young I was just thinking like whatever like this is just what you do whatever but like I was not having any fun and I was just like thinking the whole time about like how demeaning this was to me like I I felt at that time in my life like this was demeaning like I did not want to be doing this and I felt like again kind of like you said like he was like Thought he was, like, more dominant charged, than me. Yeah, yeah, like, in control of you. So, I mean, and then he looked at him, he's like, are you crying? I was like, no, I'm not crying. He's like, maybe. <laughs> and so then he told his roommate the next day. That you cried? Danny's like, I, Danny cried last night when she was giving me a blowjob. And then. Well, and didn't, okay, I'm sorry, but when he noticed that, wasn't he like, you know what, this isn't. This isn't turning me on anymore. I like, she's clearly know, I uncomfortable. I don't really know what happened. Sorry, that was a red flag, Danny. <laughs> you missed it. And then his roommate was dating my roommate. And so the roommate told my roommate. And so my roommate oh, came back and she's like, did you cry during a blowjob? You're like, bitch, I might have, haven't you? And I was like, don't, I mean, like, you have a big penis in your mouth. Like, it's like a gag reflex. Oh, my God. First of all... There were a couple of red flags. The fact that he went and told his roommate. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, obviously I'm telling this story now. I can laugh about it now. You guys are traumatized at the time. I just think um, I remember hearing about a girl in high school who she um, was servicing. <laughs> a boy. And he sh- he did. He did the shove down her head uh-huh. move so hard that she gagged on his Yes, and threw up on him. Oh, well, that's what you get, bro. And and I thought, you know what? That's karma. Yeah. That's why you don't do that. Yeah. You jackass. That's what you get. You know, that is. It was, it was, uh, you know, every action has a equal reaction. Yeah. And that was it. You want to shove a head down, you're going to get vomited on. Yep. And also, hey, you know. So also, girls, that's why you don't do stuff like that in high school. You don't want to be remembered like that. So don't, don't be doing stuff like that. Okay. (laughs) Oh, that's how you remember this girl forever, huh? 
Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, God good, bless good, you. Good, good God advice. Bless you. Do you think there are high school kids listening to our podcast? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now we know. You're welcome, everybody. Your parents are Okay, so the next savages. thing is kind of going in with, like, the shoving your head down. Like, men, we don't, also don't want your unwanted sexual advances. So yeah. don't, like, come out with at, at us, like, be like, hey, hey, girl. I, I think it – my mom always told us when we were little, when we'd go in a store, like, with breakable stuff, she'd say, look with your eyes and not with your hands. And she'd give us this little pep talk. She'd look us all in the eyes and she'd be like, I'm, I'm going to tell you again. Look with your eyes not with your hands. Good advice, Took Tracy. me about 10 years to be like, look with my eyes, not with my hands. <laughs> oh, she means don't touch shit in the store. <laughs> Got you, Mom? Anyways. My we... grandma used to tell us to put our hands behind her back. Oh, we would have been hitting each other. <laughs> but the point is, is like, men, if, if you want to look at a female, look all you want. Yeah. If you want to give her a polite, respectable compliment like you look very nice tonight or you i really love that blue dress on you it makes your eyes really pop you look you look very very put together tonight yeah you look very pretty tonight i think those are all like acceptable like i would i would not to be inappropriate but if i saw somebody like very dressed up and they were a married man and i would be like you look so nice tonight like i really like that jacket on you i was just thinking that same thing in my head when you were saying that i don't feel like that's inappropriate or an unwanted sexual advance but when somebody says, like, damn, girl, look at that ass in them jeans, or, like, that's inappropriate. Yes. And it's if, uncomfortable, because what are you supposed to say to that? Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> like, <laughs> thank you with the weird eye look? Thank you. I've been eating a couple of extra cookies every night to, like, really fluff it up, yeah. you know? I mean, honestly, you guys have gained a couple pounds and the teas look great, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing else looks good. <laughs> yeah, look at the ass. Don't look at the gut in the front, okay? Oh, my God. Okay. Um, it, it's it's not only that but like the touching like have you ever been like t- like yes and i'm not saying like anything like i don't want to get too deep inappropriate but like ha- i i've been you know like grabbed by a guy or like a, like some i've been slapped in the ass by oh, people that yes. i'm like what warranted that yeah what more i mean even like the shoulder touching sometimes like a guy thinks that like, like comes up behind you oh, and like grabs dude. both your shoulders it like creeps me the f out i was oh my god i have so many stories right now but the first one i'm thinking of is when i first bought the boot rack um i was we would always go down to kansas city and buy shoes they call them shoe shows you go down you buy the shoes and they you know so you have all these shoe reps these shoe salesmen and there was this one so tristan and i went down together because she would always come with me on buying trips tristan and i went down and we were meeting with this one shoe rep and his name was robbie and robbie was a touchy-feely guy and i'd met him the previous year with the old owners and so this year now i'm how old was robbie Old enough to be my dad. Okay. I mean, if I just, not older. I just want to put it like yeah. in context. And so, and Robbie was a very free spirited man. Had ponytail, had like a little earring, just very like free spirit. You could tell. Always like, wore- did he? Sorry, and I keep interrupting you. It's the absinthe, but also my personality. It's not the absinthe. It's also a major <laughs> character flaw. My bad. Anyway, your question, Sorry. ma'am. Yes. Let me interrupt you to ask you this question. Okay. When you say he was like a very touchy feely man, was it that way with? everybody oh like yeah he no, no, was yeah. just an affectionate person it was he a non-sexual was, affection it i never felt threatened or i felt like he was gonna like rape me if we were in a dark alley like but like he was very just like as a person a very he might squeeze a booby 
Oh, for sure. Oh, for God. sure. That that makes me uncomfortable. So we're sitting. At, so all of these um sh- these shows are always in hotel rooms. So every time one of us takes a drink, they're like the facial expressions. But you guys, I promise you, we're getting these drinks down tonight. <laughs> Okay, so you know, all I of thank these... God those uh, guest bedrooms clean because you're yeah. staying the night, girl. I mean, there's no way I can drive home after this. <laughs> Michael, come get your wife. <laughs> okay, so all these shows are in hotel rooms, and like they're in hotels, so they have like the hotel rooms are open, like so the doors are always open or whatever. So you know how like you have a hotel room that has like a couch and they have like a little ottoman. Oh yeah. And so he has some things on. So I'm sitting on the ottoman. Okay. Trista's sitting on the couch, and there's like a couple other areas. And he comes and sits behind me, like, 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 like we're riding a horse together. He, like, he comes and, like, straddles behind me and sits down. And I jump up and I was like, whoa. I beg your pardon, sir. I was like, no, sure. but it's like I'm not fine with this. We are not galloping. No, we're definitely, nothing's being ridden today, no, okay? No, no, Oh, my God. And he did. Wait, what did you say? I just jumped up and I was like, oh, you know, like, because as women. You don't want to offend them. Exactly. Yes. What is up with that? And you should just be like, and instead of you jumping up, mm-hmm. you should have. Flipped around and said, I beg your pardon. I was here first. Yeah, but get the fuck off, bro. There's another chair. Yeah. Go find it. But I will also say this. So we were always really good friends. Trista and I are always up for a good time. So we were always good friends with all these buyers or the salesmen. And so they'd always take us out for dinner at the end. And what that uh, that trip, we went out to dinner with Robbie and a couple other salesmen. And we, he took us out to this really good place in Kansas City. If you guys have ever, if you guys have never been or if you guys live in Kansas City, you need to eat at The Peanut. I think there are like three locations the best wings you've ever had in your life. And I don't even like meat on the bone, you guys. So I don't either. It's so good. I get a fork and take it off. But it's honestly, change your life. Okay. Um. Okay. So the peanut down in Kansas City, eat there. So anyway, Robbie took us to the peanut. And that night he also tell, told us that he washes his hands before and after he goes to the bathroom because he doesn't want to touch his penis with dirty hands. What, girl? I feel you on that. <laughs> I was like, okay. And those are the two things that I always remember when I think about this gentleman. Wings and penises. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, Robbie, you sound like a cat. But you guys, that isn't even the story I had, wrote, I had oh, written in the notes for this topic, this section of the topic okay. with the unwanted sexual advances. <gasps> oh my God. I know this story too. <laughs> okay. So this is definitely like a, this could have, this could have ended, you guys. This was like, this was a lawsuit level bullshit. Yeah. This could have ended so differently. And it's so funny. I shouldn't say this funny because it's not funny. But I, whenever we talk about, like, men and, like, awkward scenarios, I have so many stories. I always have. Like, kind of with, like, the touchy-feely gentleman. Mm-hmm. Like, my old chief warrant officer in the Marine Corps was so touchy-feely to the point where he would, like, would start inviting us to, like, swinger parties. <gasps> and I was like, I'm sorry, sir. I mean, like, stop it. Like, that. that's, like... You know, that's like an NJP-able offense in the in the military, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah. So anyway, that's not the story. When I was fresh off, you know, boot camp, a little PFC You thilber, were just like a little baby boo-boo. 18 years old, out in the world, just came from a town of 530 people now living in San Diego. This naive. Oh, so Precious naive. little angel. Just totally innocent. Virgin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not, not quite a virgin, but definitely innocent. Not quite, but like, almost... <laughs> Okay, so I, um, I've always been a friendly person, and I've always been the kind of person that will make friends with everybody. Like, nobody, like, 
I know that there are some people out there like, oh, I don't want to talk to that person because he's a loser, or like, I don't want to talk to that person because like. I feel like you give everybody the time of day. Like I really you do. Really would. Yeah. yeah, because like I've just I know this is getting a little deep, but I know what it's like to be ignored because maybe you don't you don't have the right social background or are not the right you know don't have enough money or whatever like I know what it's like to be left out and I never ever ever want to make anybody be else left feel out left for out. like the shittiest of reasons oh, like, like nothing about your character reasons. or yeah. personality yeah. so I'm always just like super friendly to everyone because like I just never ever ever want to make anybody feel like they're not wanted in this world like I just think everybody this is my virtual hug don't ever hug me in real life but I will give you like an air hug <laughs> on this podcast I, I I would say that is one of my favorite things about you is like you will always have a legitimate conversation oh, hey. with somebody it's you guys this absent is making wow. this fucking oh <laughs> you guys okay the absent I, mean, is... I wish you could see us i know <laughs> look at that te- you guys i'm gonna save that clip forever <laughs> we're gonna play that at my funeral <laughs> anyway it really, it really so yes thank you brandy yeah. that's very sweet i appreciate that um so this has gotten me into some weird predicaments in my life <laughs> like this one i'm about to i tell you. bet it has <laughs> So when I was little PFC Thober in the Marine Corps, I had a corporal that was in charge of me. So I, as a PFC, I'm an E2. As a corporal, you're an E4. But as a corporal, you're like, you're now a non-commissioned officer. So now you're like a whole nother bracket. So technically, after hours, after working hours are finished, I am not allowed to socialize with anybody that's an E4 or above. Because Which that is, is such weird. Like, it's a, it's so fraternization. Weird. You know, you're not supposed to have relationships out of work that are private. Like HR on like the yes. level. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So um, <clears throat> this corporal. I don't believe in HR. I'm, 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 I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't. Uh, so <laughs> this corporal lived across the, the breezeway from me in, in the barracks. But he was married. His wife lived in Arizona. And so, but he lived in the barracks just because, like, he didn't, he was sending all of his money back to his wife in Arizona. Like, he didn't need to live out in and town. And this was in California. This was in California. California. I lived in San Diego, my first duty station. Um, and I would, po- I'd probably been there only for, like, three months. So, I mean, like, fresh, very, did not know anybody. That seems so scary. Like, so intimidating, so scary. This corporal <laughs> came into my room one night. And we were all, we would always, like, work out together because, like, I've never been a good athlete and I've never been a good runner. And, like, the Marine Corps was really hard for me because, like, I was not a good runner. And, like, if you can't run in the Marine Corps, like, shit's getting weird. You know, like, you have to – that's, like, that's part of the job. So he came into my room one night after we had got done working out in the gym and crawled into my bed. Like, I was laying in bed and he crawled in my – he then, like, walked into my room – Walked in, like, like didn't did he knock? Did he like I, like I, I don't remember that detail about it, but my room must have been unlocked, unlocked. because it when it wasn't late at so, night. Sorry, I'm just trying to like imagine this visually in my head. Like, was it like dorm? Like, you had your own single like no, bed? they're doubles. So they're like it's, it's okay. a so there's in it's like a room, but there are two rooms in this room. So I had a roommate, but we so we each have our own room inside of a big room. Like it's almost like a mini apartment. Kind of. So will. when you walked in, like, you walked in the front door, the front door, I'm quoting here, front door, uh-huh. and it's, like, you walk into, like, almost, like, a little hallway. So you, when you walk into your immediately to your left, there's, like, a mini fridge. Okay. And then there's, like, a little, like, barricade, a little, and there's, like, a, ki- and a sink, not a kitchen sink, just a sink. Okay. And then you, when you keep going straight, there's a, there's a bathroom with just a toilet and a shower. Okay. And then to your right, there are two doors. So Kay. there are two rooms. Okay. And so each of us had our own room, so you could, we could be private. Like, almost like a two-room hotel room. Yes. But not of. quite but, but as yeah, fancy. Yeah, maybe. yeah, exactly. Okay. So, um... Oh, weird. So he had to come in, like, two doors. Yeah. So I, that must have been... Like, so he must have knocked on my door. I don't know. Oh, my God. That's so fucking 
So then he just like crawls into bed with me. I mean, this is like when you said barracks, like I imagine like a giant like open room dormitory with like yeah, multiple no. beds. Not yeah. that that would justify or make yeah. it any better, but like it just seemed different. And now in my head, I'm like, oh, this mofo walked in a front door and then a second door. Yes. So then he gets in a bed and then he like. What did he say? I honestly don't remember. I just remember him like. Did you just like. I was. Out? I, I, I froze. And I was like so freaked out. And then he started kissing me, like, kissing, like, my neck, started, like, kissing me to the point where he's, like, kissing my stomach. And then he looks, I remember this distinctly, he he looks up to me and says, is this okay? And I looked at him and said, no. And then he's, like, okay. And then he got out and left and then, like, we- That was it? That was it. And then I worked with this guy. Did you want to say absolutely not? I worked with, so he just, like, left. And then from then on out, we just had to, like, pretend it didn't happen. Didn't happen? Yeah. So, hey, guys, guess what? Sorry, my mind is, like- I know. I mean, honestly. I've I've never, like, never in my life had anything that awful happen. And at that time, my 18-year-old Danny, back in the day, back in 2007 or whenever this happened, was just like, well... Okay, like I, I, I did, was, I didn't think it was okay, but I didn't you know, think it I was hope, a big deal. I hope this man is listening right now. <laughs> He's and, not. But like, I have no words. Yeah. Like, I know. Is it wild? about that was like okay? It's not like you were texting. It's not like you were like inviting him over. It's not like you were like, hey, come over and watch a movie. But this is how I've always thought of these things. Is <clears throat> and this is I'm not. This was definitely not my fault. I'm not saying like I deserve this by any means. But absolutely because, not. Because I've always been really nice to people. I have always gotten myself into like weird situations. Not like this specifically, but like where someone will ask me out on a date. Oh, and a hundred. I think yeah. yeah. I think anytime you're nice, somebody takes it for flirting. Yeah. Like I'm. I'm not. You're gonna know when I'm flirting with you because I'm an asshole. <laughs> so it's the opposite. Yeah. I'm not nice. I'm, I'm I a gonna, jerk. I was thinking people are gonna know when you're flirting because you're gonna be like, "Let me see your penis." But. No, 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 no. I'm like very sarcastic. Like I'm gonna make fun of you. You're gonna know. Yeah. Like, oh, she's a bitch. She must like. <laughs> You should pref- you should let everybody know, like potential dates in the future be like hey if you want to date me know that if I'm mean to you this is this is yeah, it I'm very you got sarcastic me. you got me so but you guys men this is not an invitation like don't just do things because you think this is not be like Nelly and ask permission he to- did he you, was you can say no yeah you can you can say no <laughs> you can say no oh god you guys but honestly I laugh about it now I I at the time I honestly did not think it was a big deal because that's I think so that's so uncomfortable it's so inappropriate like oh, I'm yeah. sorry that happened well and then, then to go on and to can you continue to have to work with this person well not a, but you were like I mean he was your superior oh yeah yes he was like he was person I reported to every day you know like so I mean like yeah these and that's when like um it's so funny to me like some of these things that happen like especially like in the me too movement where like pe- some people that I know um will say like you know either like this has happened to me my entire life where people will make inappropriate jokes or people will be like, well, that's never happened to me. And I was just like, how, is, how have you gone through life and no one has ever harassed you in oh, some way? I think I've definitely had, like, inappropriate com- – I think some of the most inappropriate comments have been made um, – I'll be frank – Sometimes in front of my own dad, Ooh. which I find to be even more offensive and inappropriate. And 
my dad handles it like so well like mm-hmm. he's he's not rude about it he isn't like hey move for like i'm gonna beat yeah. your ass he 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 usually just says you need to watch out for her because dynamite comes in small packages yeah, yeah. And, and he's just like very like don't fuck with her yeah and your dad's always got your back he does and i really appreciate that because he he doesn't get aggressive like i don't feel like He's got to come in and save my day. It's just like, hey, like, watch your ass. Like, she can handle herself. And, yeah. you know, if you're going to do something inappropriate, she's probably going to call you out on it. Yep. You know, maybe I haven't always in the past, but I think the older I get, like you, it's like the less afraid you are to speak up about yeah. oh, for bad sure. behavior. Because if that were to happen to me now, that I mean, that would not be, that would be not how I react. One, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my bed. Right. And number two, I said, if you don't get out right now, we're going to get some fucking police in here and we're going to really have a problem. Right, right. And like, I mean, I know I just told the story about Nellie and like, was that probably <laughs> appropriate? No. Did I laugh? Did I, like, I was never going to see this man again. Like, I yeah. did find it funny. Like, I was like, clearly laughing. Like, it was one of the most hilarious things. Like, it it was just ridiculous in general and I still to this day find it funny and I would still react the same way but had this been somebody who I worked with who I see on a regular basis like I, I would be like what what are you doing I know and I think, what are you doing I honestly think that's where my mind had, because number one at that point I'm 18 I know that this man is married I know that his I mean you yeah and I'm thinking like this I and that's all I wanted like so many thoughts so many things were wrong with this situation but like but but it's also I mean it, what you experienced was so much worse than a comment or the a shoulder look rub or a shoulder or rub. Robbie trying like, to ride me he, like a horse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that was pretty bad too. To be in all fairness, but like he, I mean he, like violated your uh, yeah. personal space in a in a time like it's not like you had were expecting him to come over. Mm-hmm. Like you're sleeping. Yeah. And you wake up to somebody that's terrifying. Oh, yeah. I was definitely, you know, not exactly. It wasn't like the shining moment of the Marine Corps. Definitely not. I, but, in, but anyway, that's, I, that's I enough think, on that topic. This yes. is supposed to be about why men do things right. that they do. Overall, my point is, is like, don't sexually harass women. Yeah, don't crawl into bed with them. Right, they know don't your want audience. You. And again, I think it's totally fine to give a compliment. And I'm not saying don't flirt with me. Like... You know what? If I'm dating you and you open the door for me and slap my ass as I walk in somewhere, I'm not mad about it. Oh my! Well, wait till you get married, and <laughs> anytime you bend over, your husband comes and puts his penis by your butt. <laughs> and I was like, Michael, just because I'm folding, like bending over, picking up a piece of trash, he's like, mm. today I'm like, I just wanted a hug, and he grabbed my ass. I was like, can I just get a fucking hug, Michael? Jesus. He's always, like, he's just, like, copping a feel all the time. So, at nighttime, I sleep with a pillow between my legs because, like, I, it's just, like, a habit of mine or whatever. But, like, so in the in the night, I'll, it'll get kicked out, so it'll always be in between us. And I always call it my safety pillow <laughs> because Michael is a savage and he'll always be, like, trying to, like, get frisky. And I'm just like, bro, where's the safety pillow? I put that pillow there for a reason. Poor Michael. He's fine. <laughs> Okay. Know your audience. So the next thing that we want to talk about with men is like, why, why, why um, do you guys, why do I ask you to do something and then you, I'm using quotes here, you guys, forget to do it? Okay. Do you think it's intentional or do you think they're just like incapable of So I have two thoughts. I have two thoughts with about this. Um, you, I, you do live with a creature. I do. I do live with one of these foreign objects. <laughs> um, number one, I think that they don't want to do it. 
first of all, I think yeah. their, their gut reaction is, I don't want to do, whatever it is they're asking, I don't want to do it. Let's just say, I don't want to take out the trash. Men don't want to do that. So instead of just saying, Brandy, I don't want to take out the trash, and then you'll be like, you know, like, it's just one fucking thing, John. Right. Why can't you take out the fucking trash? You know, whatever. They There's like, might, might be a little argument ensue. They'll just prolong it so that they don't have to have the argument right away. They know the argument's coming, but they're not afraid of that future argument because that hasn't happened yet. They will just prolong it because they don't want to deal with the problem immediately. But, like, also on some of that, like, okay, for example, the trash. Do, do you think they like the way it smells? Or Honestly, do you think they just assume you're going to do that it? That goes into my okay. option, too, is where <laughs> men, most men, I'm not saying, I do know a lot of men who are very clean, but a lot of men, like my husband, do not care what their house looks like. They don't care if their trash is overflowing or they don't care if they haven't really? vacuumed in two years. Okay, you obviously dated Michael when you didn't live with him. Was his house disgusting? No, because his mom and his sisters came and cleaned his house. Oh. Yeah. But that's because he he liked it. Clean. Well, I think they, if you, um, I'll be, if I've you knew ne- his family, I've that's never, just something they would do. I've yeah. never, when I did date one of um, my boyfriends in undergrad, their house, so he lived with um, three other guys and their kitchen and bathrooms would just be like rep- repulsive. Oh yeah, but I, ooh, college guys, yuck. Yeah, and it their house was just frat level gross. Yeah. And I knew that he didn't like it, but he also was too lazy to do anything about it. Yeah. But as he got older, like he obvious, I mean, he he's not was not messy. Like nobody I ever dated was like dirty and okay like if they were dirty it was out of like over being overwhelmed and not knowing what to do or just like yeah just not knowing what to do they didn't know how to clean michael wasn't like leaving like trash on the ground or whatever but like he leaves his socks on the living floor all the time i want to murder him um (laughs) i mean like oh god so and but he's not messy he's just not tidy Mm -hmm. like he's not like leaving like rotten food in the sink or whatever you know i i would say yeah it's it's not like it's clean or it's yeah. just not picked up his level of clean and my level of clean are two different things mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so when i say michael take out the trash and he waits three days and i was like i told you to take out the trash three days ago and he said well i didn't think it was like that serious i was like no like if i say take, if i'm literally like verbalizing the words take out the trash that means i want it done like right now right like within the next 15 yeah and if like you're not gonna do it just say you're not gonna do it Men. I think guys get so overwhelmed like when like I've dated guys and they have an apartment or whatever and I'm like okay like you need to work whatever I can take the next hour and a half and literally clean like clean scrub yeah. your toilet clean Ugh. your apartment in an hour it would have taken them four hours yeah like they just they don't get it no but this is what you have to do everybody this is how you get around this number one Whenever you if, you, if you want your men to do something. What do you, what do, you do? You have to make it their idea. So it's how, like. How do you do this? Okay. So let's say this. Like, trying to think of something. Like, let's just keep using the trash example. Let, let's say you have, like, you have Michael do a lot of projects. I like do. building patio furniture. Like big projects. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, that, 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 I do, do a different tactic. That, for that, when I ask Michael to you build. You give him a blowjob. <laughs> no. But. <laughs> You, this is what you do. <clears throat> if you want your, your, the man in your life to do something and you're not going to make it his idea, the second thing is to, 
You have to make them feel like by them doing this one thing for you, they are doing you the biggest favor in the world. It, like you say it to the, him, Michael, if you build me this this couch, this outdoor patio couch, it honestly would make me so happy. I would be able to, you know, it would make me bring me so much joy. Like all these things. You have to make him feel like by them doing this one thing for you, they're making your life because so he thinks, much better. He thinks he's getting a blowjob. And it you have you get a lot more things in life if you're grateful. So if you show That's like fair. the gratitude, be like, you know, Michael, please build me this patio couch. I'm so grateful. I love it so much. So he does it, and you have to continue showing your gratitude. You can give a blowjob afterwards if you want. But, like, <laughs> you know, like, you just, you either have to, if you want something from him, you have to make it their idea. Like, okay, so, for instance, we're going to this wedding in Atlanta um, and on, in a while. In, like, a couple, two weeks. Yeah, it's, like, three weeks, what? Yeah, it's a couple weeks. No, it's, like, two weeks. And oh, Michael is stressed out because he's harvesting. Bad time of the year. Yeah. And, um, but... He also wanted to go, and I and I told him when we were planning this. We obviously our our tickets have been booked for a while, but I told him I said it's up to you, whatever you want to do. You know, like I'm just saying that your aunt and uncle come to everything. They never they have not missed one thing of mine, and you know they're not you know they're not my family. This is your family. They've not missed one thing of mine. They never miss anything of yours. They came to our wedding. He your cousin came to our wedding. All these things. I said so, but it's up to you. Whatever you want to do, you know, you guilt trip them a little bit, but and say but it's up to you. like reverse psychology. Yeah. You have to make it make you always have to make men feel like it's their idea. Always. Always. Do you think that works all the time? Yes, every time. It either make them feel like it's their idea or be like so overly grateful for something that they would like honestly, you have to if you want them to do something that you can't turn into that being their idea, like obviously building a powder couch is never going to be Michael's idea. So you have to just literally like be like, if you did this for me, it'd almost be like you just handed me the moon. You know, like, be so fucking grateful for something. I, I mean, okay. That's it. That's it. That's how you get what you want. My mom just nags. I mean, that's what I Oh, don't worry. I do that too. I mean. You know, my dad is a gem. Like, he really is. But he is super organized. And I think that's why he, and my mom's probably, like, yelling at her speaker right now. Like, God damn it. <laughs> no he's not he forgot this i'm i'm sure that he's definitely forgot things before but I, I do think there's like a sense of organization and i think sometimes um especially around here like guys are not sitting behind a desk yeah. necessarily my dad is a <laughs> businessman so yep. he has a desk and a computer and email um I grew up with him being exceptionally organized. Like, type A, the man could pack a Volkswagen Beetle with a family full of luggage. <laughs> like, it, it, he just, it, his mind works differently. Like, yeah. very, very organized. And he always had, like, a pocket um, notepad. Like, you know, those little pocket notepads that Did would have fit a pocket in your pocket. Too? No, but <laughs> he would have a to-do list. Like, always a to-do list set it on the same spot in the kitchen every week, every night. And you you would just see, like, as my mom wanted something done, he would add, um, had a separate list for groceries. Like, if he oh, was hey. cooking dinner and noticed, like, the flour was low. Yeah. Like, just would add it to the list. And I realized, like, that's maybe how my dad managed some of his anxiety because I I do the same yeah. thing. Like, if I can manage the chaos, my anxiety decreases. Lists are always key. Michael and I both are list people. I my mom was always big, a big list person, yes. too. 
I mean, like, how do people go through life without lists? I don't, I, because you'd forget it. Like, I forget things all the time. We used to make fun of my mom growing up because she would have, like, seven lists, like, like at one time. She'd be like, she'd have those um, yellow legal pads, so you, like, flip over the page. She'd always have, like, a legal pad with her. Yeah. And always be making lists. I, I'm, I shit you not when I say I have four separate calendars on a daily basis mm-hmm. that I manage and look at and check. Yeah. Four separate calendars. I, do, I mean, like, yeah. A running to-do list, plus I, like... You have a business. Make, yeah, like, I mean... You have a podcast. I, I have to. Like, I will forget if I don't yeah. do that. And I, I, I just think, you know, everybody's got to get an organization system. Yeah, you have to figure out what works for you. And you also have to manipulate a man and give him a blowjob if you really want shit done. Yeah, I mean, honestly, men, like we said last week, men are simple. (laughs) And if you want, I mean, you have, you have to navigate, like you have to, you have to figure out your own rhythm with your, with your man. But if you want to get something, you, I will always say this, I will always say this to him in the face, with men, you get more by being grateful than you get with, by being a nag. I, I do think there's something to be said about that, like, just saying thank you and being appreciative and mm-hmm. say, like, hey, I really, like, thank you so much. And this is, here's a fun story that kind of ties in with this. Last week, a girlfriend of mine texted me and said um, that she had asked her husband to do some things and he had stepped up and, de- and did them. And mm-hmm. it was, like, really had stepped up for the week and really, like, was, like, wowing her. So she got him a card that well, just, that, was sweet. Was, that just said, like, I see you and I appreciate you and I appreciate you stepping up this week. And she said that it meant so much to him, just that little token of gratitude. It was a card. cost her, what, four bucks maybe? Right. To just have, Acknowledge. Yes. That like, hey. So honestly, if you continue to acknowledge the, th- the good things that people are doing for you, they'll continue doing the good things. People want to be appreciated. Well, I think not, I mean, we all want, like, good partners, right? And when I say a partner, I don't mean a spouse, a boyfriend, whatever. Like, if if, uh, you want a good business partner, you want a good spouse, you do want a good significant other, however you define that. Like, it is an equal, like, job, right? We want to divide and conquer. We don't want to carry a load and not have the other person carry a load with us yeah but I I think that reminds me and I've never read this book maybe you have but like when you talk about love languages and how people um I'm gonna go back to communication how people communicate and how they receive like I've even just recognized like I'm more of like an acts of service type of person like instead of verbalizing things like I will clean your apartment I will you know order you something that you've been complaining about or like make sure you have food prep for the week or you know I'm just making like stupid examples but like I will like I mean for Michael you it's harvest and you're like cooking him and his whole family dinner with his mom but yeah right but like you're sharing in that duty and like that's such a big responsibility a big task but like you're doing that out of love out of care to show that because that that is something. how i show yes. I'm that's i'm an acts of service michael is a touch like he if his his love language is touch and I'm i think just, that's probably my second but oh it's like my fucking last. yeah you're like, like don't touch you're me. like don't michael's love language is touch i was like don't fucking touch me he's like he's like i just need a hug today i know but I'm, I'm not, like, I am not a verbal 
oh no person i'm very sarcastic so like if i'm making i just said i mean if i'm flirting with you i'm probably making fun of you or like chapping you know chapping your ass a little bit for sure and it it just means i like you yeah me too the mirror (laughs) that's why i'm so mean danny i love this bitch (laughs) (laughs) well you guys um (laughs) <laughs> that's it. That's the end of the podcast. That was a lot of absinthe. You guys, I'm not shitting you. We both have only drank half this glass of absinthe, <sighs> and I'm fried. Like this is bad. So we highly recommend this cocktail. <laughs> Honestly, this is the weirdest shit I've ever drank, and I have a whole bottle. So if anybody wants to like have a press for champagne night in, sweats are required. Hit us up. But also, can I, I want to hear on Instagram? dm us we'll probably post a story um this week but like tell us what what your man doesn't do that just chaps your ass chaps your ass drives you crazy oh i think we're gonna get so many dms about and, this and we're also gonna talk about like just like the unwanted like that that he does do that just also i mean honestly this is gonna be like a 87 part series burns your grundle <laughs> you know like just fires it up a little <laughs> oh okay guys well in the meantime don't forget to leave us a rating and review on itunes follow us on spotify or stitcher or iHeartRadio or wherever the hell you follow us podcast. subscribe unsubscribe resubscribe tell your friends just you know love us a little yeah drink some maps <laughs> you can follow us on instagram you know all of our accounts you know you know the deets um you know that's really all we got you guys I we, just we've dropped- got literally nothing left I think I'm going to put a basket on my head. I don't know. <laughs> we just, you guys, there's so many things that happen in this episode. You're welcome. Never drink absinthe because. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just saw a dragon. Oh <laughs> All right. Catch you next week. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Bye.